Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. Every organization wants to give their employees a positive experience. They invest heavily on employer branding, wellness programs, and free on-site facilities designed to increase engagement and decrease attrition. I'm here with Betsy Strobel, Talent and Organization Effectiveness Lead, Asia Pacific, Middle East and Africa at Mondelez. To, dis- to discuss organizational effectiveness and how to create a culture where employees can excel. Hi there, Betsy. How are you? Hey, Oscar. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Well, why don't we start by just giving a, a quick description about your current role at Mondelez? Absolutely. Um, so leading across uh, our expansive region, I lead in the space of talent, organization effectiveness, and learning. So that includes all things like leadership development, performance management, succession planning, organization design, and of course, change. And of course, Mondelez has itself gone through a lot of change. Maybe for people who don't know the company, you can explain a little bit about your, your previous incarnations. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. No, we're, we're uh, a very beloved uh, company, but many people know us through our brands, you know, brands like Oreo or Cadbury Dairy Milk. But in effect, uh, we spun off from Kraft Foods about three years ago, and we took, there were two, two turns. Kraft Foods is a predominantly North American company with a grocery profile, whereas Mondelez, we really went into the, the space of being a snacking powerhouse. Um, so we have many of the world's favorite snack brands. We're quite, quite proud of that, especially as we endeavor into more wellness and healthy foods. Okay, great. Well, let's, let's dive into the topic of today's conversation. So, you know, tell me, how, how do you think that HR helps an organization realize uh, about, you know, their current culture? You know, did, did you come through this process about what's effective, what's ineffective, uh, you know, and how, how about driving the behaviors that you need uh, in order for your employees to be successful? Well, well, Oscar, we took the opportunity of launching a new company to really figure out what culture do we actually want to have. So what did we want to take forward? What did we want to leave behind? And what did we want to create new? And we've been on that path since we've basically launched, since we've existed. And one of the key ways that we check in with our colleagues is our annual engagement survey. And, and we tend to do things in a special way. So we call it unleashment because one of our, our core strategies is around unleashing the power of our people. So we check in uh, with a survey with our colleagues on an annual basis. And that's sort of our mega organizational way to keep that dialogue going um, so we know where we're at and if we're trending towards the culture that we want to have, which is one where our colleagues can be at their best as much as possible. And from an HR standpoint, I think we play a critical role. So one is, like, we're the holders of that process, right? And the reason we have a seat at the table is because, like, we know people better than anyone else. So oftentimes we're the voice to say, hey, remember where people are at. Remember what's going on. Are we thinking about not only how we're delivering, but how we're growing our people in service of delivering against the business? And so apart from, I guess, the branding exercise um, that you said in your, in your annual review, um, you know, what, what are you doing there that's, that's uh, different in terms of the, the questions you're asking or, or indeed about how you're measuring um, the organizational yeah. effectiveness? Yeah, so well, when we built the survey, we, we created something called a hot house. So we had a virtual working session with colleagues from all around our business, and we were brand new. 
Um, so we made sure that we had global representation, and we said, right, what, what does it mean to be Mondelez? What is truly unique about us? So we wanted to find out what really were the budding parts of our culture, like our values, right? What was important to us? But we also wanted to make sure we were grounded in science. How do we know that the questions we're asking actually have an impact on the bottom and top line, right? So our organizational performance. So we did a bit of a, of the both and. And so some of the questions look familiar to probably what you would expect from, from any type of engagement survey, but others are quite special and unique to us because they're absolutely based on our conviction statements and grounded in our values. So that's one unique piece, but I think beyond the survey, right, which is a great and, and tried and true method, beyond that it's what do we do about it? So actually when we hear back, what are we doing with those insights from our colleagues. And, and one of the things that we did this year, specific to our region, is we, we mimicked those hot house sessions. So we had virtual working sessions. We asked for volunteers who's super passionate about engagement, about really unleashing the power of our colleagues across this region to say, well, what do these insights mean? You know, where are the voices mm -hmm. behind this and what could we do about it? What is the right thing? Either where do we need to make a slight left turn? Where do we need to continue in the direction we've been heading? Or where do we really need to stop and reflect on where we are? And because we're always changing, Oscar, this is super important for us to get more voices to help us really understand what's the insight underneath the response. So we did some hot houses, we had some virtual working sessions, and then we took those and said, right, here are some core areas we feel are going to help in the space of capability, in the space of culture, and in the space of capacity. And we used that to then really inform what we were going to do, and we've been carrying that forward throughout the year. Um, one area that is very close to our heart as a global matrix organization is around crushing complexity. And so we did an online hackathon um, where people spent time. We carved out time across the region for people to go in and literally download all their ideas and, and where we said, gosh, where could we really take steps, both big and small, to crush complexity? Because we know that that's an area for our colleagues that's super important. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think the annual survey is something which, you know, it's, it's something which is both on the way out and on the way up in HR, isn't it? Because on the way out in the sense that it's been around for so many years and in many organizations it's gone a bit stale. Uh, and at the same time, it's on the way up because now that we have all these new data analytics, um, you know, we can really now use a survey with much more power than we always, um, you know, used to in the past. So it's interesting to hear you going down route two where, where you are putting in a lot more effort, especially skewing it towards these these factors that now are more important in your organization. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, it's, and as we were building it, as we continue to think about how that strategy evolves, we're big, right? And there's huge power in being big, but capturing all 160,000 voices can be hard, right? So a survey mm -hmm. helps us do that. But we don't want to do a survey like everybody else does a survey. So how do we play both to the big, the survey, and then the small, which are these focus groups, these hot house sessions, these live in-person sessions across our markets so that we can, you know, we can go between both and get the best out of, of each of those elements. Well, let me focus in on one element in that case and um, see how you're doing, um, you know, with employee engagement in particular. 
So in terms of, of your organization, how, how are you improving uh, on low employee engagement, either through a survey or through other means? Yeah, well, I think, you know, one of the core areas that, that, that you know, really sticks out for me, but I will say, actually, we find that our, our engagement scores are absolutely incredible. So specifically across Asia Pacific, we're at a 78% overall unleashment score, which is obviously based around engagement as well. So we're really high. I mean, our participation rates were 92% this year. And as you know, right, and as our HR professionals know, even participation is an indicator of where people are at. So we feel pretty good given the amount of change and, and what we ask of our colleagues and, and just how the business continues to evolve. Now, one of the areas that we've spent a lot of time on and I feel is absolutely a driver of, of that engagement is, is in the space of development and really around capability. And what I'd love to call out, and I think is truly unique and, and awesome about how we do things, are two of our, our kind of core red threads. So one is called being at my best. And what it is about is helping our colleagues to be more resilient and more resourceful. So it's really about encouraging our colleagues to, you know, broaden their own self-awareness, asking questions like, when are you at your best? When are you not at your best? What triggers you? And how do you notice when you're triggered and how you can help yourself get out of that space? So we leverage that um, quite fully across our business. And then we also do leaders at their best. So this is around... How do you take the core elements around when you know, right, you're in the flow, you're feeling good, you're really delivering, and how that, how the me is in service of the us, right, when you're in a team, which all helps drive the business forward. So we've gone really hard on that, Oscar, in the past couple of years in terms of sending, um, you know, individual contributors, managers, and leaders through these core uh, and what we call our signature programs. And we don't only, we don't keep it just to these programs, right? We also make sure that we're doing it throughout the business. And we have two signature weeks called Growing Here Week where we dedicate a week, um, both in the fall and in the spring, to just that development, to just time for our colleagues to reflect and to take advantage of some of the programs that we have um, in service of that. So I think that's absolutely, I mean, I know that's absolutely made a difference for all of us, myself in included, um, to feel more resourceful and therefore really help with our engagement as we drive, you know, for a really exciting business agenda. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, what what I get from that example is is a real sense, um, you know, and I hear this from other HR leaders too, of moving away from thinking of people as as you know employees and imagining that they are different people as executives um, than when they are at home uh, with their families as human beings. I think. Focusing in on the human element of how people are at work, I think, is really where we're seeing a lot of companies like yourselves tackle um, employee engagement. So that's, that's a great example. Um, why don't we? And we want people to bring their whole selves. I mean, everybody's better, right. right? When you have the full range of your talents and skills and personality and style, and that's what we want to help our colleagues uncover, like who they really are and why they come to work right. every day, how they can be at their best in those moments. And you've mentioned the sort of resilience and other skills that you're trying to build. I guess my, my last question would be about seeing where the organization is now and, and trying to bridge where you are with your current skills and, and how you want to, to have your workforce look like in, in future strategies. So how do you build that bridge um, at Mondelez? In terms of the capability gaps, Oscar, from where we are to where we need to get to? 
That's right. Capability of skills or even even the way people you know people think uh, about themselves and the organization. Yeah, I, I mean, from a from a capability perspective, you know, we start with the strategy, right? So I'm a big whole system sort of star model. Start with the strategy, figure out those core capabilities, assess where we are, and then make sure we're we're in line with that. And and last year we we released our Ambition 2020, which is our longer term strategic plan, which really helped us narrow in on some of those core capabilities that we need organizationally. So we've got that, right, which is incredibly helpful. I think, you know, when we think about, and I mentioned it, right, resourcefulness or resilience, I mean, this is all around equipping people to understand yet, right, so self-awareness, and then how do we help increase and encourage that from sort of an end-to-end perspective. So how do we build it into things like performance management? How do we build hardwired into things like, line manager capability, so people are having more coaching conversations, right? And the whole idea of giving feedback is around a discussion that happens multiple points in the year rather than only at year-end and mid-year. And we feel like, you know, the more we can hardwire that into the kind of employee life cycle, the better off we all are, right? Because we're reinforcing that throughout. So it becomes more natural. I think the other piece is we're really clear on the fact that you know, what we ask is different, right? We need to be more comfortable with an ever-changing environment because that's not only the nature of our business, like that's the nature of business right now. So I think being, you know, really upfront and open and authentic in our communications, whether it's big communication or small communication, allows people to understand, here's what we're offering and here's what we're expecting and we want to meet you at the table so we can sort of eliminate as many of those massive big surprises on the day-to-day. So we do over-invest in things like change capability. We do over-invest in things like, you know, providing tools so people can tap into who they are at work, who they are at home, and how those things come together. We also are spending time around, you know, how do we manage energy? What does that look like? How do we, you know, make things like spending 20 minutes to go outside and take a fresh breath of air? What does that do for your brain, and how does that just help you in your day-to-day with the balance? So we're trying to, I would say, pair up sort of the hardwired functional expertise, hardwired capabilities alongside with, you know, what is our, what do each of us as individuals, what are we at our best, what do we have to offer, and how do we bring that together? Great. Well, it sounds like you're, you're using a nice blend of some tried and tested techniques as well as, you know, some fresh thinking there on, on how to look at um, effectiveness in the organization. Thanks so much for your time, Betsy. That was Betsy Strobel, Talent and Organization Effectiveness Lead, Asia-Pacific, Middle East and Africa at Mondelez. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.